0: Hey guys, so this is just going to be the continuation of our episode from a couple weeks ago. Brand new episode, we're looking specifically just at Star Tropics today. Uh, hopefully you enjoy, it's a very fun episode, and yeah, it's good stuff. Enjoy! Okay, so I gotta rescue my uncle, but I'm not too sure how to find him, so I'm good to this island, right? First I gotta talk to the chief, and then I gotta get some clues from a parrot, and then I'm helping these dolphins, and all the time I'm sneaking through graveyards and shooting zombies and blasting monsters. And my sub cracks up on the rocks, and the next thing I know I'm cruising inside a whale. A oh. oh, new game for Nintendo, man. Star Tropics. Every chapter's like another adventure, so it's like a whole slew of games in one. And moving along, our last, not our last entry, our last entry for probably a little bit, or the last of our NES mini-reviews. Ready for this one? Absolutely. Again, I think that's absolutely 15 on the podcast, so we're going to try and hit our quota of 50. So, Tyson, thanks for keeping us going. Absolutely. (laughs) Star Tropics. The release date of this title was December 1st, 1990. How long to beat has this game? It's seven and a half hours. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of a long game. Mm Mm-hmm. Actual retail price was $39.99. Current eBay price, $17 for a loose copy and $55 for a complete copy. So, again, relatively okay. Eh, I don't know if it's... Just download a wrong. I yeah. mean, don't do that. Bad eShop price, it's on the Wii and Wii U for $5. It is not on the 3DS. That is a travesty. That is one of the greatest travesties I've ever seen. I don't understand why there's not a port there. I would this is a great handheld game.
1: Yeah, and it should be played on the go because it's kind of it if you like kill yourself on a dungeon, you're gonna start all over again. Yeah, would... seven hours, seven and a half hours can easily creep up.
0: Uh, I would recommend. This is definitely like I would call it a guide or a like a save state kind of game because yeah. we don't got time for that. We're busy people, you know. Absolutely. I got Twitter, Facebook, uh, social media sites, Titter to go check out.
1: <laughs> Titter.
0: Titter, actual thing. You know what Titter is? No idea. A family-friendly flash game site aimed at young girls. Wow. Yep, that came up at Christmas dinner, and I checked it out and Googled it, and no, everyone was convinced it's a front for something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the Catholic Church, you just know it's no good.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Moving on to the development details of this beautiful game, this was created by Nintendo's R&D 1 division, which is Research and Development Hmm. 1. They also made a little game called The Legend of Zelda. They wanted to create a spiritual successor for The Legend of Zelda. This game was featured on the cover of Nintendo Power 21. The Virtual Console re-release renamed the yo-yo that you get as a weapon to the star due to a copyright of yo-yo. Yeah, how
1: weird is that? But mm-hmm. Yo Yo would sue this video game for just being like, don't you dare use our product.
0: Uh, no one uses Yo Yo. We're the only people that use Yo Yo. Yeah, you can find them at a dollar store, guys. Give it up. Yep. Do they call them, what do they call them? Like uh, reaction d- devices or reaction spinnies?
1: Yeah, yeah or like, a, just like they're sometimes just called like spinners or just they've got some random, like, uh, the. Uh, I have no idea. Something like 2,000 They was sort of random
0: numbers in there. <laughs> the yo 2,000. Not a yo-yo. Just one. Exactly. That's funny. Uh, that's it for development details in this game. I looked high and low. I looked for, like, interviews. Not much was known. I think basically they were just going for uh, we fucked up with Zelda 2. Sorry, here's a different game. Mm-hmm. With a different little take. That's it. Sorry, guys. Uh, moving right on to the controls, though stiff very stiff feeling controls how are the controls Mm -hmm. on your end
1: very slippery because like you slide into grids right yeah so it's yeah it's it's not ideal where zelda had that smooth kind of buttery feel to it but you're clearly moving in grids Mm -hmm. this is
0: not like that (laughs) yeah that's fair Uh, You move awkwardly around the screen in a grid pattern. Uh, You can't swing and move while in combat. So when you swing your star or your yo-yo, you're basically stuck. You can't really move around too much. I feel like you're not very agile. Uh, You do get some fun items with bats and bolos and even ray guns. And there's like these weird cleats you get later on in the game. So those power-ups are a lot of fun. (sighs) There's a problem with the power-ups in this game. We can discuss... Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't really like the, the difference between the adventuring portion and the action portions of the game. So the overworld map is a lot different from the dungeon overview, uh, and as I'm saying this, I'm a big fan of Zelda too, so maybe I shouldn't have so many complaints about it.
1: Yeah, I just think that if the controls in the dungeon were better and the overworld didn't look like terrible... I think it would go a lot it would this game would be better kind of perceived. So, I
0: don't know. Mhm. Uh then the last thing I have is the live system was a great addition. So when you enter a dungeon, you get 3 lives. If you die, you just kind of start back at the beginning and you start back at the beginning anyway, so I don't really know what the penalty of death is.
1: Yeah, just seems arbitrary. Mm-hmm. Except for maybe if you have to pick up items
0: again. Oh, maybe that was it. I don't know. Again, save states. first memories i first saw slash heard of this game when my roommate bought it on the virtual console when he got a wii and played the shit out of it up to that point literally never heard of it before
1: yeah i never heard about it until you were actually talking about it i think in your podcast and the top 10 podcast
0: okay so this was my first time playing through the game Like, fully. Top to bottom. I I played through it a little bit. I got up to, like, chapter 2 or something like that. Um, I did listen to the Continue Casts podcast on this game and really liked it. It was really funny. Uh, If you've never listened to the Continue show on YouTube, check them out. They've got another one, uh, Continue Quest, which is kind of their uh, Let's Play section. They're really funny. (laughs) The one guy can't remember the melody of songs when he sings them. And he does a great rendition of in the air tonight by phil collins to no rhythm whatsoever <laughs> like and uh, sorry and then i guess i also watched uh hc B- bailey's uh let's play on youtube a couple times in the last
1: like couple he's years so, he's so good at games like I, he uh, is
0: the rpg uh master yeah like he's very very good
1: he knows all the ins and outs he's so quick and efficient yeah whereas um Sometimes you watch like guys like uh, Game Grumps, even though they're entertaining, yeah. really entertaining to watch. They take forever to kind of get games completed. So
0: Yeah, I wonder what he does in terms of viewership and stuff like that. Because the one nice thing is because he's always releasing episodes, you, to watch it fully, you'd have to sit and watch every episode, right? So you get more... Mm-hmm. More reason to watch them, and there's good information, and you go back and look at them again, versus like a game grumps that has like just like these stupid little running jokes and, yeah, watching them like screw up and stuff. I feel like HC
1: Bailey's more for like if you're trying to master the game, like Mm. he will literally be like, just watch where I'm jumping here because there's some hidden platforms, and you're like, Jesus, dude, you're really good at this game.
0: Yeah, memory like a ironclad trap. Yeah, and the dude puts it on YouTube for us to enjoy. Yeah, thanks H.C. Bailey. For some reason, if you're listening to this, you're a god. But, you know, send us a review. Actually, everyone write a review right now. Stop, write a review. Jesse, that includes you. (laughs) And from there, we'll move on to the story. The story of the game follows Mike all-star pitcher Jones, Mike Jones, as he travels to visit his uncle, an archaeologist by the name of Dr. Stephen Jones, at his laboratory on the fictional Sea Island in the so-called South Seas. When Mike arrives at Dr. Jones' home in the tropical village of Coracola Island, he finds that his uncle has gone missing. Dr. Jones' assistant gives Mike a special yo yo to defend himself and permits Mike to use his uncle's submarine to search for him. A submarine and a yo yo? Sounds like a fun Saturday afternoon. On a nearby island, Mike finds a bottle with a message from Dr. Jones stating that he has been abducted by E.T. Holy smokes, things are gonna get crazy. Well, good luck, gentlemen, and remember this game is weird. See, I told you this game was gonna be weird. I'm like, I told you this game was weird. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you've played it now. You're like, yeah, this game is weird. Why is it so weird?
1: Yeah, where did they come up with half these ideas? What's up with the cola?
0: <laughs> yeah, because you, you you go to uh, we're going. You come from Americola, yeah, and that you have to go to Sea Cola Island. I don't, I don't get it. I don't know maybe, not just, sure maybe like colas. Pensacola? I don't know. No idea. Hmm. 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 Moving on to the level notes. Chapter one is called the Prelude. We start off on Sea Island and we go to the village. Talk to everybody, especially the pig butthole, hole, to get the yo yo. Yeah.
1: Um one one cool thing about this game or not cool thing is that they, they literally make you go and have to talk to everybody.
0: Yeah, I was going to... Like, it's neat, I guess, in the beginning, because it does... You, they, you get some useful information, but lots of people say nothing. Lots of people are like, oh, Dr. J told us everything. We are almost like best friends. And I'm like, well, I don't know anything about you. Don't don't just right. assume we're best friends, because you... My weird... Because, you know, Julius Irving over here is telling you stories about me. Yeah. Jerks. <clears throat> uh, from there, if, when we do to get the yo-yo, we get access to the island tunnel very basic basic level uh, we learn how to attack and solve some puzzles and we do fight a boss snake dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, I would recommend just time uh, your throws with your bolo or your yo-yo into his mouth and he shouldn't be an issue
1: yeah it's pretty easy
0: uh, from here, on the other side of the cave, we meet Babu, which is Dr. J's assistant. Uh, we get access to the submarine. We use the activation code 1492. Who sailed the ocean blue that year? I think his name was Jefferson. Really? <laughs> no, it's Christopher Columbus. Alright, I was going to say, I, was like, I just wanted to clarify, because I was like, I'm leaving Jefferson in if that's a real thing. <laughs>
1: Like, wow, way to know your obscure facts. Like,
0: no. That's funny. So, just make a note of that. 19 or 1492, Christopher Columbus, America, Cola, hmm, hmm, hmm. hmm. And that ends chapter one. Chapter two, dolphins. <laughs> I actually made that sound. I'm really proud of myself.
1: Yeah, that was actually it was quite good. We also didn't talk about the creepy when it goes to the first person kind of conversations.
0: Oh, we didn't. Yeah. So, so I guess, yeah, graphics. We don't sometimes just skip on the whole graphic part of this. Mm. Uh, Over, overworld, not great. The dungeon's kind of, kind of okay. You're a little bit taller. Uh, The screen's fairly well laid out. But then, yeah, first person conversations. Tell me about that.
1: Yeah. So it's just like an awkward just like one screen and I don't even think they move their freaking
0: mouse. No, it's just a drawing of the chief for your friend Babu or yeah. Princess Some... Cheesecake or whatever her name is.
1: And it's just this awkward drawn like picture and a lot of the people look really terrifying.
0: They they sure do. <laughs> they sure do. Uh chapter two with the dolphins we a dolphin comes up to us and asks us to save her kid now uh, we go to the island head into the lighthouse the lightkeeper tells us to go comfort his wife and how his wife lives in a different part of the island and likes visitors mm-hmm. kind of a creepy vibe from this couple i don't really I'm not a big fan
1: yeah it there remind me of the odd couple from harold and kumar go to white castle mm-hmm.
0: oh absolutely yeah i like that <laughs> Uh, from here, we can go, uh, the wife tells us what some, doesn't know where the bo- baby is, but go look for a bottle, we'll go find a bottle on a beach, and we find a code 1776. Do you know what happened in 1776? I have no idea. The American Revolutionary some? War.
1: Is that actually true?
0: Yep. Wow, well well done, sir. Well done. Well, I did my research, because I was finding these numbers, and I was like, 1492. I was like, hmm, that's weird. 1776. It's goddamn american propaganda hmm. we got hippies hippies running the world of Ca- D- castlevania 2 we got americans trying to you know just push their agendas on our youths through their star tropic games it just it just needs to end it needs to stop we need to get more
1: <laughs> we need we need change i don't
0: know yeah it's all good thanks a lot obama yeah I thought change was coming man but with that code, uh, the code does uh, the co- the code submerges the submarine, and you can explore more. So you find these little ripple waves. You can kind of go underneath and find another little exit point. Hooray! Mm-hmm. Uh, find a cart container before you head to the next dungeon, the dungeon of the Octo Lair. There are some weird fish monsters in this area. Uh, this area, I would say, is pretty action-heavy. Uh, And the second half of the game has some mystery paths. So I don't really like that too much. Most Mm -hmm. doors in this area uh, kill by just, or open by just killing all the enemies in the room, which I really enjoy. So I would say that the adventure parts of the game, or no, the dungeon, let's call them dungeon parts of the game, they have two parts puzzles and actions. Do you have a favorite between puzzles or action? Probably
1: the puzzles. Um, okay, because some of them were actually kind of like interesting, whereas the action is just literally throwing a yo-yo or trying to jump over some shit.
0: Yeah, so I don't know. See, I'm, I'm on the opposite side. I think I like the action because it's a bit more stale and repetitive than the puzzles. It just make no sense, and they have these mystery exits or mystery paths that you take, and you're like one screen away from being done the dungeon, and it takes you right back to the beginning.
1: Surprise. St- <laughs> Stupid
0: game. Uh, yeah. make our way through this level, and we fight the octo. Jump, gypsy. That
1: was funny. Yeah. That Um, happen. and then we you along the way, you actually collected some snowmen. And once he comes close, you use one of your snowmen, and the snowman stops time. Oh shit! I didn't know that. And then you just kind of can wreck him that way, uh... but um just weird that the snowman would stop time just like freezes time yeah freezes
0: time yeah. that's that's awesome
1: yeah.
0: that's great Uh <laughs> we reunite the dolphins and they show us the way to the next chapter do you need <laughs> do you want to get drunk again to talk about this chapter 3 cause it's a it's a real doozy
1: yeah it's it's my least favorite chapter for sure alright
0: I'm gonna try and do my best just to power through this one cause it kind of will like we'll talk about it for a really long time uh, anything to add just cut in otherwise i'm gonna kind of take take the flag and try and get through this as best we can chapter three storm and calm a storm tosses your ship so explore the island until you find a tunnel the tylen the, the tunnel to miracola another one of those colas hmm this one isn't too hard but it does have a trick exit right at the end and has some scary ass birds When we head into Miracola, we walk around until we find the chief... ...who tells us about the sleeping princess. You need a cure uh, so that they will heal your ship. They can't cure a simple sickness, but they can fix submarines. Science. Yeah, science. From here, we head to the hot magma cave. This area has some dark rooms, so you basically have to memorize the pathways... ...or use a really good uh, guide or a map... Until you find the light switch. There was an... Uh, I also would say you... <coughs> save states. <coughs> the second half has a bit more action, uh, which I enjoyed. We get to the boss of this area, which is the lava guy. We jump around until we hit the correct tiles, which sinks him into the lava... Or is it water? Water. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. From here we find a, a all-girl castle. There's a witch who lost her crystal ball. So we have to go to the graveyard, because apparently she took a crystal ball for a walk amongst the tombstones. Big Liam Neeson fan, must be. <laughs> so another nice dungeon, the Ghost Tunnel. This area is very, very hard. There are a lot of puzzle rooms in this game. Be prepared to look everywhere, even at like the sides of the screens to see if there's different colors. Because sometimes if you look at the very edge, there's like a little tiny black spot, which actually means there's like a, a secret passage to another room. Uh, it's just, uh, like, please use a guide. There was a fun mirror shield item here that you needed to kill some wizrobe enemies, so they'd shoot little projectiles at you. You'd pull up your shield at the right moment to kind of reflect them back. I really liked that part. Yep. Uh, the boss was a giant boo. He wasn't too tough. Uh, just learn his strategy and rinse and repeat. <sighs> we did it. Yep. Also, in that and then- that area, this is the same one with the lanterns, right? Th- yes,
1: yes, because you'd use the lanterns to see the ghost for a brief second.
0: Yes, yeah, so you're in these rooms, nowhere to go, you pull up a lantern and there's a hidden ghost in the corner? How the fuck are you supposed to know that? Come on, game.
1: Yeah. Um, then after you beat the giant ghost, basically you release the f- water? Yep. <clears throat> and then you can get
0: the m- medicine for the s- the village. Mm-mm. No, No, th- that would be too easy. We have to uncover the crystal ball, so we can take it back to the witch, so she can turn us into a girl, so we can go into the girl's castle, so we can get a new weapon, the shooting star. Ah, uh, yes. Then we learn the magical words, abracadabra. We head into a tunnel, we have to jump ten times at the end of it to move on, now we're in the hermit cave. Mm. still in chapter 3 eh? <laughs> still in chapter 3 uh, uh, this area is a little bit more action than puzzles which I think is a lot easier again the puzzles in this game just get kind of obscure and if you're not following a guide walk like I walk, followed this guide that told you what to do in the overworld in the dungeons they just kind of had like the layout of all the pictures so lots of it was you had to figure out on your own so I think that's yep. why I have a little bit of resentment towards some of these ah right.
1: See, I used a, a, like, a let's play on one, let's, pro, let's play in the map on one screen and then this game on the other, so.
0: That's, that's very nice. There was no boss in the Hermit Cave, so when we get to the end, there's just kind of like a little water puddle, we jump in it, or I guess it's like a geyser, it shoots us up to the top of this uh, cliff, we find the Hermit, who gives us the medis- medicine, we cure the the original fat princess, and we get our ship back. <sighs> we did it. <laughs> we did it. Did it, guys. Chapter four. <laughs> Yay! Confessions! <laughs> Woo! Uh, we start off on an island. We learn that Babu is looking for us, so we go to the sea and we get eaten by a whale. Now we're inside a whale.
1: Yep, and you just traverse your way through the whale until you get to I think you're looking for the uh, lighter, right? Yes. Because
0: you want yes. you have to create a fire on the raft that he sneezes.
1: Yeah, and shoots you at the top and you get that sweet, sweet graphics.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You land on a little tiny island with Babu and that's it. That's the end of the chapter. Oh, wait. We need to find a code. How do you find the code for this area?
1: In the Wii U version, you actually have to bring up the operation manual. Mm -hmm. So you have to click the home button like you're about to leave. Then you have to go down to the operation so menu. So pause
0: for one second. You're a kid in the in 1990. You're playing this oh, game, okay. you get to this point. How do you find the code? What, um, what In the box that you bought it, because
1: you clearly bought it in the box and not from a friend or anything like that, there's a piece of paper, and you take that piece of paper and you dip it in water. And it's actually invisible ink, mm-hmm. and you should actually hold it up to the light to see it.
0: Yeah, very cool. The code was, what, 747? Yeah. Very cool, very neat. Uh, Sorry, go back to the Wii U, and then we'll talk about it.
1: Uh, Yeah, (laughs) on the Wii U, basically you hit the home button, and you bring up the operations manual, and in the operations manual, there's now... There actually should be, I think it's in chapter... Like, it goes actually what chapters, and it kind of reads it out. And if you click on chapter 3... Or no chapter chapter four. It will actually have a little like kind of blue highlighty link, and all, when it says letter, and if you click on that letter, it will show you a piece of paper that says seven four seven.
0: Very cool, very neat. Limitations, mm-hmm. like Tyson said, you have to buy this. You have to have the game. You're playing through it once, or you're writing it down. Uh, if it's a rental game, that like those those blockbusters that didn't give you the instruction manuals or like the kid before you stole the instruction manual you're basically screwed without a Nintendo power without a really cool friend without calling the hotline so there are those limitations I really like the game for taking that risk going ahead I think it's really cool
1: yeah it definitely makes the game a lot better I love it when they do little things like that like Metal Gear Solid did the Look on the back of the oh, CD yeah. case and you're like CD case there's I don't know CD case in my inventory and it's like and I remember actually like picking it up as a kid and being like oh shit yeah. there's an actual there, they it has a code right here and like no way it has a code and it's like yeah plug it in what happens Plugged it in and it works and you're like we solved the mystery it's like it makes you feel so smart as a kid it's so rewarding and it adds like a story to tell all your friends. Yeah,
0: like so. I've heard the complaint that it wrecks the immersions of the title. I don't buy into that. I love these extra little and extrinsic things. Very cool. Mm-hmm. More games should do this. hmm But one hundred percent. Was that all of chapter four?
1: Yeah, I think you go shoot note and then it goes to cap or chapter five. That's it.
0: You plug in your code or whatever, and then it starts uh oh no, and then yeah, that's it. You just go. Uh you end up at uh chapter five, the captain bell from here we go to an island and there's a pirate ship kind of blocking the way we talk to all the villagers get some bait talk to peter the pirate learn the notes one, three, five, four, one, three. we play them on a giant piano or an organ which unlocks the captain bell cave this is a very very long dungeon those action parts that i said were fun about 10 minutes ago yeah they're not fun anymore in here it's very repetitive. It's very, uh, oh my goodness! It's it gets tough.
1: Yeah, and this is a pretty dense cave, mm-hmm. and there's like rolling bowling balls that fuck you up. Yeah,
0: there's floor spikes. There's tiles that fall down. Like you have to jump across a room at a certain cadence. If you don't hit a switch at a certain point, uh, all the the tile will just fall down, and you get a game over. You need a lot of patience. You start at the beginning a lot. There, you save states. <laughs> Use yes. a map. Yep. Use a map. Uh yeah, there's like ghost pirates, there's dead ends. Uh the only plus side is there is no boss. At the mm. end we just get to a switch, we hit it, drain some water, the pirate ship sinks, that's it. So that's the only saving grace for this chapter. Gotcha.
1: Well, and then I guess we're on to chapter six and we're still looking for doctor for our uncle.
0: Doctor Uncle Doctor J yeah dr jones uh this area like the first part it's like an overworld exploring section we're in our sub and we keep getting dr j is 47 north and 37 east or something right yeah i would say there, there's again use a map there's a heart container here you do need a heart container Oh you should have max heart containers at this point right
1: i think so i feel like i did
0: okay uh, so, just kind of make your way along if you're following a guide. Eventually, you get to Dr. J. Signal. We go to the Turbos Caverns. Uh, we find super jump boots here, which allow you to jump over two spaces. Uh, we also get cleats, the fun item I was talking about earlier that when you hit the cleats, you kind of jump all over the room like a crazy ninja soccer kid and you hit Dang. all the enemies once. Really like that one.
1: Yeah, that's a cool, that's a really cool power. I wish more things had it like, because we were like, oh, well. It's unrealistic that you jump all over the screen. You're like, it's a video game.
0: Yep. I don't care. <laughs> uh, so the one thing with this is there was, like we kind of mentioned earlier, all these items. The cleats are great. You get 10 cleats to use at the end of the level. They're out of your inventory. You don't get them again. Yeah. There's no grinding. There's no farming. You can't use them in the next area. And I think that's definitely one of the downfalls of this game, where you get your uh, yo-yo or star, whatever you want to call it, and becomes like the morning star. It- the fact that it just runs out, like you only keep that and you keep your health, but you miss all the little in, intrinsic factors. And that was the best part of Zelda. It wasn't, it wasn't your sword and walking around. It was, oh, I got bombs, And I got this book that shoots fire with my magic rod now, you know, like it was all the extra add-ons. And I really think they messed up by not uh, having things carry over in this game.
1: I completely agree. Cause I, I, I really think that that you're absolutely right. That have the, the it's the sub weapons cause everybody has their favorite. And, like, with this, Stone really cool, but I, you don't, they run out. You don't get anymore. And it's like, oh. Because, like, I mean, it'd be nice if you could kind of, like, build up, like, a kind of a sub bank of all, all the cool weapons. And then, like, if you ever get stuck in a shitty room, which it happens, you can, it's just like, ah, fuck it. I'm just going to use all the fun toys that I got. Yeah, that makes the game way more interesting.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So, I mean, they, they, I would definitely say that's a... So, for all the positives, there's definitely negatives in this game, for sure. Yep. Uh, if you keep your head up here, though, uh, and just keep moving, you should be okay. Um, you should make it. But again, walk walkthroughs, save states, everyone's friend. We do get to a boss, which is a tiki head. He is pretty tough. Um, just really watch your... time your attacks, practice... Uh, Don't touch him or it's instant death. Oh, we do find a heart container on the other side. So we didn't have full health there. I think now we have full health on the Ah. other side of the dungeon. Yes. And we get to go right back into another dungeon. The big rock tunnel. (sighs) On the plus side, this level I don't think seemed as hard. There was a bit more action than puzzles. Except for the, the puzzles that made you do like a blind jump onto the next screen. See, there's nowhere to go except there's a path to, like, the north and there's, like, a little green strip and you have to make, like, a blind leap of faith and hope you don't land in water and die.
1: And there's a, there's a bunch of really fun spots where they're like, oh, hey, you have to make a leap. don't make a leap of faith here or we'll kill you. Yeah, yeah it's it's such a
0: pain yeah in this game like like there's lots of rooms where you're going along and you'll get to a room and there's like oh look at all these treasures and you hit a switch and it opens another room and you go and there's more treasures and you're like man this is awesome and all of a sudden you hit a switch and the same a door opens on the same the same side of the screen you're like man this is great and then you jump through into a watery watery pit and you die and you're like oh and then at some point you get these little life pickups you get extra like lives per level i got a couple that started taking away my lives and i was like what (laughs) have fun (laughs) Uh, again big rock tunnel there is no boss so yay on the other end though we meet Dr. J our doctor uncle Dr. J we did it he tells us about these three cubes and the plot something about there's this race called the Argonians that had sent the rock as an escape pod to earth and an evil alien had chased them across the galaxy yes obviously that was i mean i mentioned it here we've been basically been talking about it for the last 10 minutes so you guys are probably like it's so built into your brain i don't know why i brought it up again (sighs) this game (laughs) this game
1: it's so all over the place oh my goodness like
0: aliens what (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh chapter seven the alien spaceship two chapters to go guys bear with us we'll get through it we're having a good time uh you enter the spaceship and you're ready for the final part of the game the first part sector one uh i used a walkthrough to survive you need to go around collect some ray gun uh, and find the correct teleporters to get you to sector two make sense yep we find the first cube and we go into sector two there are more actions in this area than puzzles again really like that uh, you're moving along platforms. Just watch out for the little gun turrets that shoot at you. Keep moving. Again, if you've got your map, walk through. You can find a couple of little different power-up rooms, which is very nice. Yeah. There's the ray gun, and then there's, like, the big ray gun, right? Yeah, cool. yeah.
1: <clears throat> and after you get the first cube, you actually, your uh, shooting star turns into the supernova. And you can basically just, like, shoot across the screen now. It's like, ah, oh. because we we didn't really talk about kind of range with it but the yo-yo only has a certain kind of squares that you can shoot and the shooting star is like six squares or whatever supernova is just across the screen it's yeah, so nice
0: yeah absolutely uh, and then we get to a boss uh, kind of a big mech suit uh, I shot this guy with like my plasma rifle that's what I'll call the not the ray gun but the second one up uh, until he backs off and then falls into a pit yeah. uh, we get to go through a fun maze is fun the right word yeah fun yeah the ship uh we find the third cube the ship starts to rumble and flies into the atmosphere so now we're in outer space (laughs) you didn't see that one coming american all-star pitcher mike jones mike jones mike jones (laughs)
1: who's loves yo-yos
0: yeah you're really good yo-yos now you're in outer space chapter eight the final battle so that's a promising title yes uh the first area we get to a boss uh hit this guy in the head with your shoot uh supernova avoid his hands do not make contact with any part of his body or it's an instant death it's not just like oh you'll take one hit you just die game over sucks uh keep making this way through the area into the best boss in the game the reactor best boss game boom do you have any guesses why i think it's the best boss in the game because you don't like the other bosses? Uh, I like it because it's the best combination of action, adventure, and puzzle solving uh, that we've seen thus far. So the way this works is there's a reactor. So in the middle of the room, there's this reactor. There's, to hit it dead on, there's these two little platforms that periodically will open and close. If you're on it, when it opens, you fall down, there's a little bunch of guys you have to kill, and you have to kind of backtrack through the area. There's also other turrets in the area that are shooting, plus enemies randomly jump out of the holes at you i just find it's a really nice mix of uh, puzzle solving so you have to use you know which weapons to shoot where you've built a time to this there's a good amount of action uh adventure it just seems like they took everything in the game that you learned and like made one boss out of it and i love when games do that they teach you all this stuff and then they're like now prove that you're ready to to accept this great trial it's ugh, just beautiful
1: beautiful mm-hmm. beautiful
0: so, the, I think I'm gushing more about this game than I'm not gushing. So, probably, probably a good sign. Game, probably yeah. a good sign. And
1: I, I mean, if I played this game as a kid, I, I'd be over the the moon for this game. It is is everything like that I would want as a, from a good adventure game, um, all mixed into a nice little NES classic.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, once we beat the reactor. Uh, we just basically have to fight the final boss, and that's it. We head and fight Zoda, I believe was his name. Did you write I it down? Think so. Okay. <laughs> He's like this big we weird
1: Z-O-D-A. Yeah,
0: Zoda. Alien monster. Uh, he shoots off little spawns, uh, so he basically jumps around a grid. Uh, just position yourself in a straight line with him. Fire as much ammo at, you, at him as you can. Don't let him touch you, because again, instant death, because when you hit enemies in this game, they kill you. They just don't take a little bit of damage i would understand the point of the health in this game to be honest with you
1: yeah it, it's like just you just need the health to get through to the bosses yeah. and then it's like oh don't screw up one so you're
0: dead yeah uh we beat zoda eventually <sighs> find the final Oh, well, now we find the final cube sorry we find the final cube the spaceship lands We put all the cubes into the big stone, which was the escape pod, and a bunch of little Argonian children come out. Because apparently Zoda had ravaged the Argonian home planet, and they took a bunch of their youths, or kids, put them into cubes, put them into a rock, shot them into space. Zoda has tracked them across the planet to kill them for some reason.
1: Just a real jerk, that Zoda. Yeah. Uh,
0: credits play with a lot of fun graphics. I know you're a big fan of the artwork. What did you think of the final pictures that were shown of our adventure?
1: Uh, it pretty, it's pretty neat. Like, I mean, it kind of goes back and it shows all the other characters uh, and kind of what they're up to. So I think you even see like, the
0: little dolphins again and everything. hmm. Um, yeah, I, 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 was I it what they were that. doing, or was it just like somebody like if somebody was drawing our adventure? Because that's what I thought it was. Cause like you have to, it, I always thought
1: it was just somebody just drawing the adventure, or kind of like snippets of as as you went along. Yeah,
0: and yeah. it did it actually? Yeah, because and like kind of like that. It was kind of a nice little recap. It's also very pretty. Like it looks really good for the NES. So kudos mm-hmm. to them.
1: Yeah, and it's nice that they actually took the time and made decent credits instead of just being like. Thank you for playing. Here's some people that worked on it. Yeah, Yeah,
0: that always seems kind of bush league from time to time. Awesome. Current thoughts on this game. This game is fun. Um, I don't know if if it really is kind of like the spiritual... I don't know... This game is a lot of fun. I don't know if I like the spiritual successor to Zelda moniker that it gets. Um, I think the game uses some elements, but it's not as complete as a Zelda game should be. Uh, it feels very rushed and complicated. The random trap rooms suck. The story is just all over the place. I had some sarcasm earlier when we were talking about the story because the objectives are just random. Like, like oh, go find Babu, and now there's his whale, and make sure you find his doctor. Like, it never seems like there's just one. Like, it's not collect the Triforce because you need the Triforce to save the princess. That's a very yeah. streamlined story. This is just everything. It's, it's very f- arbitrary. Yeah.
1: Like, it just... And, and they don't really even give you options where you'll run into a character. It's like do you want to do this? Yes, no. And you're like, no. It's like, okay, do you want to do this? And you literally can't progress the game until you say yes. So yeah. it's not even an
0: option. Yeah, yeah. it's very linear. Uh, the controls are very lackluster. Um, I, they're very clunky. Maybe it was just my controller again. I didn't have a good time with Kirby. Like, I don't think maybe my emulator isn't uh, not having a good time with my uh, my control settings. So maybe, I should, maybe that's me. Maybe I shouldn't be too harsh on it. I didn't have a good time. Um, I would... I think Zelda Two is a better experience. Zelda, Zelda yeah, Two, those combined are a better game than this. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: So finally, and I think Zelda Two is more approachable. This game, if if you didn't know what you were getting into, you didn't know what kind of what to expect. You'd probably get to the first dungeon and be like, oh, "Okay, this is this is a game that I have played, and that's about it." Yeah. Like I don't think you would really like appreciate it, but playing all the way through it. You actually see the, the game for what it is, and you're like, man, this game is a, it's. it's there's lots of D, de- uh, there's a lot of love and effort that got made into this game, and they put a lot of, like, good gameplay into it. It's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but if I played this as a kid, I'd be blown away.
0: Yeah, no, uh, I agree. Uh, so, moving into, would you recommend this title?
1: Uh, I'll say yes to yes you have to get to chapter three
0: yeah i would also say yes uh yeah, chapter three was fairly long but with that being saying i think there's some elements like the note uh, it, it, i mean you can't really replicate the note but like the note some of the bosses some of the design is so immaculate and then it looks like they I, like someone else designed this other parts of the game i didn't like but i think the good outweighs the bad in this case Play this game if you got one. You're going to have a good time. I've actually seen lists, and they've said that like this is the second or third best game on the NES Mini. So, really glad I got through it. Uh, and now when we relook look at our top ten list, we've played this game. Hooray! Yeah. Uh, I, these double episodes do take a while. Like We definitely could have done a Mega Man 2 and a Star Tropics. So, I don't know if we'll do another double episode this prior last one. Uh, it's a little bit longer, but at the same time, if you start listening to something, maybe it's just a little bit easier to keep listening, right? Mm-hmm. So hopefully you guys and
1: maybe Star Tropics would be one of those games that people didn't jump into, but maybe hopefully grouping that with Mega Man,
0: maybe it will help help
1: people discover it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, finally we'll just end with some are you buying it? So, the Southern Cross they kept talking about. I was thinking that was some type of, like, de- devil-worshipping, anti-Christian thing. Mm. What I found was the Southern Cross, or the Crux, is a constellation located in the southern sky in a bright portion of the Milky Way. It is the tip of the southern of the most southerly first magnitude star and the brightest star in the constellation. So we have kind of the North Star, which is the peak of the uh, Big Dipper. Yeah. Or Urso Major. This is just kind of the southern equivalent of this. This constellation can be found on the flags of Australia and New Zealand. Again, I was trying to look up something that was very anti Christian, a devil message. The only thing I found was it was a symbol for Australian strength during the British Revolution in Australia, and some uh, southern countries recognize it. I got nothing. But you learned something about constellations.
1: Yeah, and the Australian flag.
0: There you go, and New Zealand flag. So, yeah, go check it out. Go walk, look at flags. Flags are neat, fascinating. <laughs> uh, do you have any thoughts, comments, concerns about the dates? So the the fourteen ninety two or like the seventeen seventy six. Do you think that was just them being cute with like little dates in America? Doesn't mean anything.
1: I think so. Or was it good
0: storytelling? Was it? Uh, Mike Jones is American from Americola baseball pitcher went to these southern places. What dates are he most likely to use probably American dates right versus some obscure like uh, coconut bark. Yeah, I
1: just think that sometimes they were just feeling like, let's just grab references.
0: Yeah, okay. What do, what do people like? Baseball. He's a baseball <laughs> player. It is very American. <laughs> yeah, baseball. 17 17- I'm really excited that you got excited about my 1776 research.
1: I was like, well done. Because well, <laughs> I, I suck at dates, man. Yeah. I, I was, you said 1492, and I'm like, Columbus. Then I started hesitating, but like, maybe it wasn't Columbus. I'd be that guy that would get that first question wrong on who wants to be a millionaire.
0: It's very unfortunate. So, mm-hmm. with that, uh, I don't think we missed anything. Those were some pretty big games. Like, if you look at top ten lists, like Mega Man 2, uh, Star Tropics, people rave about these games. Really hope we did them justice. Uh, I had a game I loved, game I just played for the first time. Really enjoyed both titles. Moving forward, we are going to kind of go back to our roots a little bit. Our roots? Zelda? Our roots? We're going to play a Zelda game next for you. We also have an RPG (laughs) that you guys voted on. Uh, There will be a Twitter poll at some point. Uh, It'll be past kind of where you guys want us to move next. Actually, maybe we'll come out around the same time. I don't know. Keep your eyes on Twitter. Yeah. There's ugly Mega Mans to look at. There's polls to take part in. Maybe just tweet us.
1: Just be like, you guys suck at doing this or you guys are awesome at doing this let us know
0: yeah uh and then from there uh i'm just gonna end with our closing and then we can say goodbye so i guess uh, i think we forgot to say goodbye one time so uh goodbye see ya yeah thanks for listening you can contact podtendo on twitter at podtendo podcast email us at podtendo at gmail.com or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash podtendo. The music of Podtendo was used without permission and is property of Nintendo.